Shabbat Shalom. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith, living life in the spirit. Hope you're doing great today, this Sabbath here in Israel. It's the middle of the night. We are on prayer watch in the middle of the night. That's what we're doing, pressing in in the nights to see the glory of Yehovah manifest within our lives. So something so important about laying our lives down to make a difference for Yeshua in this generation. So when I was praying over what we're going to call it tonight, uh, let me just hit a couple of buttons here. I just see I haven't uh, done that action there. Let me just get this up. Uh, yeah, I've just been uh, meditating and just spending time uh, in worship. And I love that United Pursuit song, Lay It All Down at the Feet of Yeshua. And uh, just been really blessed and encouraged as I've just been sitting here worshiping, just looking back at you know, what I've been witnessing, especially in this last uh, week to 10 days, it's been amazing, an amazing experience in the presence of Yehovah. So I know we're going to have a, a great time in the scriptures tonight, and I want to thank everyone for joining with us. Just going to give a few shout outs before we start. Uh, we've got B in Texas, Shalom, Shalom. If you're just tuning in, just write in the comments and just let us know that you are watching. Um, if you're on uh, YouTube, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you get the updates. Uh, we've got Ruth in uh, Chicago area. We've got Esther. Uh, good to see you, Esther, in Melbourne, Australia. We've got Karen in North Carolina. Good to see you. Shabbat Shalom. We've got Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Hope you're doing well. Haven't seen you for a little bit in Boston. Um, who else have we got? Uh, just give us a shout out. We've got Lola. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us in Florida. Amen. Not all the feeds are coming up, but that's okay. We can still see a few people out here. Anyway, like I said, this uh, series that we are entering into, you know, we are just pressing through at this time to see not just coming back to the roots of the faith, but we are getting back to the fruit of of the faith. It's time for us not just to have knowledge and understanding, but we want to be those who are producing fruit. And one of the key things that we need in producing fruit is the testimonies of a mighty God, because we are not serving religion. I don't know about you, but I didn't sign up on some sign up sheet to join a religion. I am uh, committed and devoted to a relationship with the creator of the universe, Yehovah. Hallelujah. And through his son, Yeshua, the Messiah, I have been redeemed. And um, I'm going to read some scriptures uh, tonight as we press in on our, our subject from the book of Psalm 23. So that's what we're going to be reading from. He leads me in paths of righteousness not for your sake, but for his, for my name's sake. It's not for your name's sake, it's for his name's sake. That's why it leads you in paths of righteousness. We have a, an incredible opportunity, all of us, and that is to reflect, and that is that the fragrance and knowledge of Yeshua can go forth from your life and from my, my life and make a difference into a broken world. You know, we can sit down and get caught up in the political realm. We can get caught up in what our rights are and what our ways are and all those different things. And I'm not dismissing any of those as important factors. But do we have the right balance? Have we got things balanced correct? Are we going to be world-shaking, history-making people that will make a difference in the presence of Yehovah? Or are we just going to be uh, running along with the majority uh, you know, dealing with what your needs are, what your wants are, instead of seeking first the kingdom of Yehovah and discovering the will of Yehovah for our lives, knowing that if we're aligned in the will of Yehovah, it is going to change the lives of others. There's nothing more beautiful than seeing the Holy Spirit impact a life, bringing salvation, bringing deliverance, bringing healing setting the captives free. There's nothing more incredible in seeing the works of Yehovah played out in our lives and through our lives. Hallelujah. So, Father, we want to thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for this Shabbat. 
Hallelujah, that we can enter into your rest. And what's so beautiful about the Sabbath is that we have come to the end of our week. And now, Father, we cast our cares onto you. All the things that we didn't finish, hallelujah, we pass it on to you. We are not going to worry about unfinished business, but we're going to release it to you, Father. All the things that we tried to accomplish that we didn't make, We just say, Father, we know that you will work in our behalf. This is the hour. And we just press in knowing that you are faithful, that we don't have to lean on our own understanding. We don't have to take the weights of this world. You know, we don't have to work everything out. We just need to know what it truly means to yield in the presence of Yehovah. So as we come to the book of Psalms 23, Psalm 23, I always say Psalms because of the compilation of the psalms but in psalm 23 uh, you know it's an amazing psalm about trust and also understanding the position of who Yehovah is in our life the first verse (coughs) Yehovah is my shepherd I shall not be in want you know what incredible declaration he makes me lie down in green pastures he, you know, he makes me, he's, you know, it's not about, you know, would you like to lie down in green pastures? And this is what I love about the Sabbath. Recognize who your shepherd is. You know, before I was walking in the, in, in the, the Torah and understanding the importance of the Torah without legalism, you know, without uh, bondage of religion. But, you know, the Torah... It's so beautiful. It's so liberating. It's so free. Why? Because with with the Torah, we understand what sin is. And we can understand what the yardstick is and how we apply the, uh, the Word of God to our actions. And our desire is that we live right, that we walk right before Yehovah more than anything. Yesterday, we talked about David and his sin with Bathsheba and how he responded and he he said I have sinned against you not that he had sinned against others and he had sinned against many sinned against his nation but the bottom line is he recognized that his sin was against Yehovah and when we fall short our sin is against Yehovah and it's important that we keep short accounts before the father So in our devotion, in our time of study, in our time of pressing in, we acknowledge you, Yehovah, as our shepherd. We shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside quiet waters and he restores my soul. What I love about Sabbath is coming to the place to be recharged to be restored. Come on, what's the enemy been pushing at you all week? What's he been trying to do all week? Listen, I've seen so much assignments this week. And you know, what I love about it is I'm spiritually aware. My eyes are open. I'm not blinded to the schemes of the enemy. So I can identify the assignments that the enemy has against me and I can come to the word and I can start bringing petitions before my God in the midst of the things I face. Why? I am not going to shrink back in the midst of trouble. Doesn't matter what hardship, doesn't matter what persecution, doesn't even matter what the results is. I'm not seeking to be popular. I'm seeking to be effective for the king of kings. I've already laid my life down. I've already made a declaration. I die to self and I live in him. So it doesn't matter what people think of my reputation. It doesn't matter what gossip goes out there. It doesn't matter what slander. It doesn't matter what the devil tries to do to destroy my life. I make a choice to be hidden in him. I plead the blood of Yeshua, but I will walk in righteousness. I will walk in his ways. And hallelujah, what does it say? He makes me lie down in green pastures. Just know this, the heart of the Father is to bring you to a place of rest and provision and abundance so that you can come before him. He leads me beside quiet waters. You know, I can't wait for tomorrow. You know, I'm celebrating uh, tonight and tomorrow. 
uh, my 28th wedding anniversary. I said the 29th the other day, but, you know, I must be having problems counting. 28 years, hallelujah, to be co-laboring in the gospel with a wonderful wife. Praise the name of Yeshua at what the Father is doing within our life. So we're going to celebrate. You know, we can't even get a hotel. You know, I'm calling up trying to get hotels. I've got points to get free hotels and all the rest of it. And, you know, oh, no, you can't come and stay here. It's only open for foreigners. You're Israeli, so you can't come and stay here. I'm like, great, hallelujah. So anyway, we're going camping and we're going to sit and uh, just enjoy a time on the beach and just listening to the waves and just coming out to be still before Yehovah. So it's not in the valley, it's not in the pastures with the nice little streams. Listen, I used to go up the mountains in Scotland and there was nothing better than bivouacking, you know, never mind taking a tent. We'd just cut branches down and make a bivouac in, in a, a, clevice, a, a, a crevice and that's where we would sleep the night and just listening to the brooks and, oh, just amazing. And, you know, I always loved getting up the mountains in Scotland and here we are in Israel, and, you know, the beach is just going to have to do. But that's also cool. It's also awesome that we can watch the the sunrise and, and just enjoy the Sabbath and just enter into his rest. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And I really want to get you to a place where we recognize the importance of who he is within our lives. Who's guiding your life? So who's in control? Come on. You know, how do I identify who's in control of my life? Well, when tough times happen, when you go through difficult places, how do you respond? You know? Do we all want to go through the hammer test right now? You know, you put your thumb on the table and I'll smash it with a a hammer and let's see what's in your heart. Let's see what's going to come out of your heart. Who's guiding you? Who's leading you? You might be looking in the mirror at yourself, at how you respond to situations and it might be devastating at the words that come out your mouth, the actions that come forth from who you are. Oh, this is not the character of Messiah. This is not how I should be walking. This is not the way. This is not the fruits of the Spirit. This is not the righteous way to handle a situation. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So what's the Father saying? I want to align you. I want to get you to the place where I am writing my instructions on a heart of flesh. You know, it's not about having the Ten Commandments and His commandments written down. He said, I'm going to write them on your hearts. And this is exactly what He did to Adam and Eve in the garden. And this is what happened, you know, before we came to Moses. Why was the law not written down? You know, why were we not running around with tablets, iPads, trying to tell people this is the instructions, this is the instructions. No, the instructions were written on our hearts. And what's the Father doing? He is bringing us back to restoring us to where we were broken, right back in the garden. He's bringing his restoration. So I want you to get to that place this Sabbath, as you come into Sabbath, that we come to that place where we say, Father, I want to enter into your rest. I want to be restored. Oh, my soul, be restored in Yehovah. Hallelujah. Lead me. So (laughs) help me lie down. Lead me beside quiet wars. Restore my soul. Guide me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And here's the key, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, even though. So, you know, what's going on here? You know, do we have to, you know, is the only place of peace 
for us to get our backpacks out and and run up the mountains and 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 try and find that little stream and that little green pasture and if we can just create all these things in our environment if we can just get to a place where there's no people to interfere you know where there's there's no noise of of people having a loud party next door or whatever but you know it's not just about creating this within the natural realm but we've got to understand that this is what needs to be happening within our hearts you can be in, in the midst of turmoil in the midst of storm and you can be in perfect peace because of where your reliance lies even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil and what's the key word we see here we see two things number one we see the valley even though I walk through the valley and it's a direction that's not, you know, it's not on the hilltop. It's not with the great view. It's not that place where we just, just breathe in and say, wow, look at what Yahovah has done. Look at his creation. Look at his blessings over my life. Oh, I'm so blessed. I'm so thankful. I have provision. I have everything that I need. This is a blessed moment. No, I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. I'm walking through a valley. This is something that I've got to go through. You know, don't stop. Keep going through. This is not your permanent destination. I don't care how many years you've been going through the valley of the shadow of death. I don't care how long it takes. You know, I was talking with my brother Rene on the phone uh, today and we we're just talking about the scriptures. And, you know, one of the things that just came to mind is this, you know, uh, about the, the, the locusts that Yehovah will repay not the harvest that the locusts store, uh, stole from you, not the uh, season that the locusts stole from you but the years that the locusts have stolen will be <laughs> restored unto you so he is the restorer of my soul so we will praise him in the midst of everything so we have the lead up to the valley so what's the lead up to the valley number one who is your shepherd Yehovah is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. It doesn't matter what's going on in the natural realm. It doesn't matter who's pressurizing you. It doesn't matter what the pressures of this world say to you. I am going to position myself and I'm encouraging you to position yourself. Yehovah, you're my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Why? Because you own the cattle on a thousand hills. You are my creator. <laughs> You are my maker, and I yield to you. you. I am born for such a time as this. I am born into this generation for such a time as this. I have work to do, and I don't need to sit here trying to work out how I'm going to provide for my family. I'm going to sit here and establish what the Father has called me to do, and as I walk in his ways, he will bring forth the provision. Why? Because where there is vision... There is provision. Provision comes where there's vision. So how's your vision right now? Where are you set right now? Because what are we seeking to do? We are seeking to get to the place where we are getting back to the fruit. Do you want to get back to the fruit of Yehovah? Do you want to get to the roots of the faith? Or do you want to get to the fruits of the faith? Yes, we need the roots. Yes, we need the foundation. But let me tell you something. I can give you the cheat that you need if you you know if you don't have all the answers and you know and you think you've got to know it all before you can do something or do do it all. Know it all before you do it all. Well listen, you only need one key and it's this Yeshua. If you have Yeshua, you have the fullness of of all answers why because truth is found in no one else other than yeshua hamashiach jesus of nazareth yeshua of nazareth he is my savior and he is the savior of the world he guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake hallelujah i'm no longer living for myself so you can you can't and yeah you what's the word 
You can't insult me. You can't offend me. Why? Because you can't offend a dead man. You, you can walk up and kick a dead man. What's going to happen? Nothing. Because I'm going to walk in the purposes of Yahovah. But you start stepping on my bean patch in my calling, in the vision that God has called me to walk in, and you watch a holy war take place. You watch what's going to happen, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So number one, we recognize that we are going through a valley. Number two, <laughs> three things we're going to look at here. Number two, we're not going to stop. You know, I love that um, Ron Canoli song. If you catch hell, don't hold it. If you're going through hell, don't stop. If you catch hell, don't hold it. If you're going through hell, don't stop. Press on through. Press on through. Though, even though I walk through the valley, I'm going to press on through. And what's this valley? It's the valley of the shadow of death. I want to ask you a question. When did you ever see a shadow attack a man? When did you ever see a shadow having authority to bring destruction in any situation? It's the valley of the shadow of death. It's not the, the valley of death. It's the valley of the shadow of death. So it might look like your entire world is coming down. And I've got good news for you. By the Holy Spirit. No, you are not being destroyed. You are not being broken. Brokenness, you are walking through the valley of the shadow of death, hallelujah, and the shadow of a dog never bit anyone. And it's time for you to come through. It's time for you to recognize where you stand. Enter into his rest. Release the pressure of this world, the assignments of Hasatan, and say, you know what, devil? <laughs> I am done with your intimidation. I am done with your... Uh, <laughs> manipulation and I true I choose to trust in a mighty God I will fear no evil even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil why why for you are with me so if you recognize that the Lord is your shepherd if you recognize that he is the one that's leading you you recognize that you're in fellowship with him that you're in communion with him that you are one with him you will recognize that the restoration of your soul is guaranteed hallelujah it's not something that might happen it's guaranteed he will guide you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake and through this valley what are you doing you're going through why for you fear no evil for you are with me oh my god is with me I am not shrinking back. I'm not disappearing. I'm not heading out. I'm pressing forward. I'm pressing through. Why? <laughs> For your rod and your staff comfort me. I want to be under the discipline of a mighty God. The problem we have today is we've got too many so-called leaders trying to bring discipline without biblical wisdom and understanding by the Spirit. They want to bring discipline and they want to bring so-called comfort in line with their manipulation and the things that they want to achieve through your life. But we need to be submitted to the discipline of a mighty God. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. You know, when the sheep knows that that rod is on his neck, the, the neck of the sheep, that sheep is so blessed. Why? Because sheep are so dumb. Have you ever noticed that sheep are the dumbest uh, animals that ever lived? <laughs> Just think about this for a second. You know, you have lions and they'll have a pack leader. You've got chickens and they've got a pack leader. You know, you've got cattle and they've got a pack leader. You've got horses and there's a pack leader. And then here comes Mr. Sheep. Bah. No leader. No, they don't. They don't sit down and think. Oh, I've got an idea. Uh, I tell you what, Mavis, bleating over there. You know, you be our leader today. No, they just wander around. No leader. Your staff and your rod, they comfort me. We need to be led 
by the Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. I'm blessed already. What does it say next? You prepare a table before me in the presence of an awesome party. It's so awesome. I come into your presence. You prepare a table before me. I'm so blessed and so encouraged. That's not what it says. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. <laughs> that, that's not the table I want to sit at. I don't want to sit at the table in the presence of my enemies. I want to sit at the table in the presence of my friends. I want to sit at the table. You know, we just had Shabbat meal with uh, uh, um, uh, Haley's parents, and we just had fellowship time together. Hannah made an awesome fish pie. Thanks, Hannah. Really awesome. You know, we had a we had a great time, and the you know here we are at the table of friends. We're at the table of family. <laughs> and what does it say? You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Why? Why does he prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies? Because God wants our testimony to be seen. Don't shrink back. When the enemy comes against you, what's, what does he want to do? He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to take away provision. He wants to take away security. He wants to take away everything that, uh, you know, will bring forth life. And he wants to squeeze the life out of you. So what's God's response? Ha! Huh. Man, devil, is that it? You know, you think you've got to that place? Well, I'm going to prepare a table before you in the presence of my enemies. He doesn't just provide the testimony, the the explanation that we are serving a mighty God. But what does he do? He says this, I, you anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. So you can take away my wife, you can take away my car, you can take away my house, you can take away everything, the Larry Norman song from the late 60s, early 70s, but you can't take away my God. You can take everything away, but you can't take away my God. Why? You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. We are called to give out of the overflow. Is your cup half empty or is your cup Filled and overflowing. Where do you stand? Oh, the joy of serving a mighty God. The joy of being in the presence of Yehovah. You anoint my head with oil. Thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, that, you know, you are my provision. You know, that you, Father, that you have chosen me. You anoint my head. What does it mean to be anointed you know, when we anoint in ordination, what are we saying? I recognize who Yahovah is in your life. And that anointing that comes forth is the anointing from God. He says, you are highly favored. You know, I'm pouring my oil over you. I'm, I'm pouring my acceptance over you. And this doesn't mean you run around with your anointing oil on all the doorposts of your house and on your pillows and, you know, around your property lines and all of this stuff. You know, that's witchcraft. That's not what we see within the scripture. We see uh, uh, um, we see in the temple the anointing that takes place in the temple uh, of the furniture um of the rooms that takes place, but that doesn't give you permission to start running around thinking that if you put anointing oil everywhere that you, that you manage to import from Israel, that it's all going to go well for you. That this is your abracadabra, this is your supernatural moment of protection. The devil he can't walk over that little bit of anointing that you put on the cross on the forehead of a person or you put on the doorpost of your house. No, listen, let me tell you something Messiah dwells within you. You don't need anything else. He is in you. <laughs> He's anointing your head with oil. His acceptance is upon your life. Surely goodness, as we say in the Irish accent, Pete. <laughs> surely goodness. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Come on. So you think you're in the valley? 
Let me tell you something. You are not going to stop and stay in that place. Why? Surely goodness and love will follow me. Another word for love is mercy. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of Yehovah forever. Are we dwelling in his presence? Are we entering into his rest? Oh, I'm blessed. And I'm encouraged at how beautiful this psalm is. I'm blessed and encouraged at how beautiful this day is that we are walking into the Sabbath. In Matthew chapter 19, I just want to pull out a, a scripture. And it says this, With man this is impossible. What's impossible? We're going to go back and read it in a second. But with Elohim, all things are possible. What are you facing? I just want to give you the answer before we deal with the question. With Elohim, all things are possible. So the events that you think are so devastating that you can't get over it. I've got news for you tonight. <laughs> I'm releasing the favor, the blessing of Yahovah over you. What you're experiencing right now is only temporal. You don't have to hang out there for the rest of your life. It's only temporal. You know, justice is coming forth. The blessing is coming forth. Press forward. Don't give up. Stand your ground. Stand upon his promises. His promises are yes and amen. And we celebrate his goodness over our lives and over his people. So what's going on that gets us to the place where Yeshua says, But with Elohim, nothing, <laughs> all things are possible. Not nothing. Hallelujah. So let's just go back and read this. We're dealing with wealth in verse 16 of Matthew chapter 19. Now a man came up to Yeshua and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Verse 17. Why do you ask me about what is good? Yeshua replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, uh, obey the commandments. Which one? The man inquired. Yeshua replied, Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. This is something I shared a message on after false allegations were put out against me in video form. I dealt with the ninth commandment about false testimony. We are not called to bear false testimony against one another. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? And what was Yeshua's answer? If you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasures in heaven. Then come follow me. I don't know how many times uh, Haley and I and, and Hannah, we've come to the place where we have sold everything we have for the next phase of the mission to go. How many times? Not once, not twice, not three times, not four times. Not five times, you know, six, seven, eight times in, in 28 years, we have literally sold up everything to move into the next phase of mission. You want to be perfect? You want to, you know, you want to um, walk in what true eternal life means? Well, we know it by your actions. Are you just sitting there building up your wealth, building everything up, thinking that this is what's going to uh, protect you in retirement? <laughs> I'm going to store up my treasure in heaven. I'm going to store up by pressing forward in the, king, in the kingdom of Yehovah. I know so many people who have lived a life of service in ministry and not made provisions for the end, yet when they came to the time of retirement, they came to the place where they could no longer function in ministry. I've seen them receive supernatural inheritances and blessings and increase in support. It's radical. And there they are in the latter days of their life and they are living in uh, the provision of a seed they never planted. 
They're living in the provision of inheritances that they never worked towards. It came to them because that's who God is. He knows what you need. And what did the young man say when he heard this? Give up everything, sell everything, give your possessions away to the poor. And this is what we've done. We've literally given up furniture, we've blessed people, we've given things away, whatever it takes. And you'll have treasures in heaven. Then come and follow me. Verse 22. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Then Yeshua said to his disciples, I tell you the truth, it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of Elohim. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Yeshua looked at them and said, With man, (laughs) this is impossible, but with Elohim, all things are possible. Let me tell you something. Why did this man who was wealthy, why did he walk away? What was it that caused him to walk away? He walked away because it's very difficult for someone who has all the provision to relate to what Yeshua is saying. Because he didn't know and he didn't have a concept of understanding what lack meant. He was never in the place where he had to trust for the provision. I'll never forget the day when Haley and I as missionaries, you know, were sitting sharing the same bowl with the last food in the house with no provision, no money, no sponsorship, no support. We just lived by faith. We just walked and where we went, the Father provided. And we had two spoons in the one bowl and we just lifted the bowl up before Yahovah. This is in our first year of marriage. And we said, Father, we're going to rejoice as we eat this bowl. It's the last food, the last provision we have. But we know that you provide for us, that you are our source. So we're not going to hold back half a bowl and have half a bowl for lunch. We're going to eat the whole bowl and rejoice that you are our source. So we bless you, Yehovah, that you are our provider. And maybe you need to pray that prayer right now. Instead of being worried and stressed out and how you're going to break through, surrender your life, surrender your resources, surrender your way to Yehovah. But that rich uh, man, young man, he didn't know what it was, what it meant to trust. You want to have eternal life? You want to truly what it, what it, what it, what it's. Uh, what it's like? Do you want to know what it's like to unlock the kingdom, to unlock uh, the open heaven, that the the windows of heaven will open, that the blessings of Yahovah will come on your life? Then you have got to know how to release. You've got to know how to give. You've got to know how to flow sacrificially. And then you will know what it truly means to walk in the miraculous and the provision of Yehovah. So Haley and I are eating down that last bowl. We didn't even get to the last spoonful. And someone came and knocked on our little cottage in the Forest of Dean in England. And he came and this uh, gentleman was there. He was our mechanic that fixed our car. He said, listen, he said, I just had incredible news this morning. I discovered going through some paperwork that after my mother died, that, uh, you know, there was a bank account with money and I never went and transferred that money. I didn't even know it existed. And I just discovered that bank account and that money and the very first thought I had, you know, where do I tithe this money? Uh, Who can I bless? This is a fund I never knew I had and here I have this fund. Who can I bless? And the Holy Spirit said to me instantly, Bless Kenny and Haley Russell. So into Kenny and Haley Russell. Bless them. And, you know, before I spend any of the money, before I even work out what I'm going to do with this money, I just want to run straight down and hand you a check to bless you with the tithe on this fund. And we're not even finished our bowl. We had to set our bowl down that wasn't finished of the last provision we had on earth. 
And you might be listening thinking, I don't know if I can relate to that. (laughs) You know, (laughs) there's nothing more amazing than learning the life of walking by faith. And it's foolishness to the world system. It's foolishness. And we were able to rejoice. We prayed together. We rejoiced together. We thanked Yehovah for his provision. With man, this is impossible. But with Elohim, all things are possible. You know, are you going to give up your position on this earth to receive your position in the eternal kingdom? And what's the question? Teacher, what must I do to get eternal life? Do you want to have life and life more abundantly? Then we need to know how to surrender to a mighty God. What are you living for? What are you living for? Are we living for the king? Are we living to walk in his ways? Let's turn to the book of Sam, chapter 17. Sam 17, hallelujah. Anyone getting blessed right now? Are you being encouraged in the spirit? Listen, we are going to come against the lies that the devil has. Why? I want to set you up for fruit. I want to set you up to get to the place where you see the fruit of Yehovah in your life. We are getting back to the fruit. We have one life and we need to make it count. And everything we do in Messiah counts. Everything we do outside of Messiah doesn't count. So let's work out the math. What counts? What should we do? (laughs) As for me and my house, we will serve who? Yehovah. I'm going to serve God with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with everything that is within me. I'm going to praise his mighty name. Thank you, Father. So why was I going to 17, Psalm 17? How uh, David petitions Yehovah. Let's let's read a few verses. Let's read from verse 1. Everyone enjoying herself here in the presence of Yehovah? I hope that people are being encouraged. They're being released. You might be in the place of mourning right now. And what's the Father saying? Joy is coming in the morning. You might be thinking, I don't know how to get past this place of mourning. In the morning, you have to set a time over morning. And, you know, there's a time for morning, but there's also a time where we say in the morning, we're going to step forward and we're going to move forward. Psalm 17, verse 1. Hear, O Yehovah, my righteous plea. Listen to my cry. Give ear to my prayer. It does not rise from deceitful lips. May your vindication May my vindication come from you. Hallelujah. I don't care what man has to say. You can have the entire world against you, but if your vindication is coming from Yehovah, may your eyes see what is right. If you haven't got deceit, you're walking in righteousness. I don't care who comes against you. If you are standing in Yehovah, they can come up with their lying tongues, with their deceptions, with their deceitfulness. It's a spirit. It's the spirit that's controlling them. They believe the lie. They're walking. They, they, they wake up in the morning and they, their, whole, uh, uh, their whole focus of the day is how they bring evil. And when they're bringing forth evil, they believe that they are doing it for good for God. It's deceit. It's a spirit. It's a lie. May your eyes see what is right. Though you probe my heart... And examine me at night. Though you test me, you will find nothing. I have resolved that my mouth will not sin. I want to set up a standard. As for the deeds of men, by the word of your lips, I have kept myself from the ways of the violent. And here's the key verse that I want to get to. My steps have held to your paths my feet have not slipped i call on you o yehovah for you will answer me give ear to me and hear my prayer show the wonder of your great love you who save by your right hand those who take refuge in you 
from their foes. So we come against our foes in Yeshua's name. Satan, we charge you notice. We're going to be found in the counsel of a mighty God. We're going to be found in the ways of Yehovah. My steps have been held to your paths. Are you walking on the right path today? Are you listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you right now? If you're off track, then hear the word of Yehovah. This is the hour. Get on track. Get back on the path. My feet have not slipped. Your feet are not going to slip if you will just get on the right path. Where do you stand? Where do you stand? I call on Yehovah and he will answer me. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the refreshing in your presence. Oh, glory, hallelujah. I am so blessed in your presence. I'm so blessed because I know you're real. You're alive. You're living in me. Your life is in me. Your blood is going through my veins. Hallelujah. I'm washed with the cleansing of the blood of Yeshua. I am free. It doesn't matter what man says. It doesn't matter what is before us. I'm going to press forward in (laughs) the testimony of a mighty God. So maybe you lack testimony right now. Maybe you're in the place where you're saying, (laughs) I need a testimony. But let me tell you something. You can hang upon the testimonies of others. You can take hold of the testimonies of the patriarchs of our faith. You can go back to the scripture and you can see where there is brokenness, there is healing, there is restoration. And I don't come before you today as one who has it all together. Yes, in the flesh I don't have it all together, but in the spirit I am walking in the boldness of Yehovah. Why? Because I'm saying to my flesh, you are not in control You are not going to control the destiny of my life. You're not going to direct my family. But you, O Yehovah, are in control. Lay it all down at the feet of Yeshua. You know, let me tell you something. As I just worshipped, I'm just going to read the lyrics of this song and I encourage you in fact you know what I'm going to do I don't even need to read the lyrics all I need to do is I need to take a copy of the song and I'm just going to send it to you on the feed right now lay it all down at the feet of Yeshua and you know I don't really care you know what worship you like to listen to well I can't listen to that worship he said the word Jesus he didn't say Yeshua oh they worship on Sunday not on Sabbath Let's just get back to the scriptures. Let's love people. Let's just walk in love. Let's just get to the place where we bring everything before the Father, before the feet of Yeshua and lay it all down. And before I came on this recording, I just went through that song three or four times and just got before the Father and said, I lay it all down at the feet of Yeshua. There's nothing that I can face. There's nothing that I can go through. There's nothing that the devil can do against me that my God is not able. I spent so much of this week dealing with the fires, dealing with the assignments of Hasatan against our ministry, against our family, against our very life. And I've made a decision. I'm going to stand my ground and I'm going to see the victory of Yehovah. I didn't come here to Israel to see the the enemy walk all over us. I see your foul spirit, Satan, and I'm not going to allow you to rule. I proclaim victory in Messiah. Though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. I know who I am, and I know where I stand. And that's my testimony. And I want to encourage you, make it your testimony today. What are you facing? Are you going to get to the place where we're getting back to the fruit? Or are you just going to get stuck at coming back to the roots of your faith? Instead of the fruits of your faith. Yes, we need the roots of our faith, but the roots are found in Messiah. So can we come to the place of the fruits?
John chapter 15. Look, you, you just never know. I, I can say I'm closing. I can say I'm finishing. And what does it mean? Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. John, cha- <laughs> John chapter 15. Oh, greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are, you, you are my friends. If you do what I command, I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know his master's business. Instead, I call you friends for everything that I have learned from my father, I have made known to you. You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask for in my name. This is my command, love each other. I chose you and I appointed you to bear much fruit. I chose you, says Yehovah. This is the words of Yeshua. I chose you. I didn't just choose you, I appointed you. What does it mean to be appointed? I commissioned you. This is what you're born for. This is why you're here. Do you know your purpose? Do you know what you have been appointed to do? Oh, just to bear much fruit. Well, you know, maybe it's over here. Maybe it's over there. This is the day of the authority of Yehovah. Let this Sabbath rest. Let this time in the presence of Yehovah bring forth the fruit of the Spirit and the understanding of your calling and the reason why you are born receive from the Spirit. May you have eyes to see right now. Ask the Father, show me what's to come. Father, show me what's to come in my life. What's your plan and purpose for my life? I want to serve you all the days of my life. I surrender. I surrender. And today, what are we going to do? Lay it all down. Lay it all down at the feet of Yeshua. The good, the bad, When you think you can't go any further, when you think you're disqualified, you think you're so broken, the world's looking at you saying, who do you think you are? What, you think you can come and repent? Yes, you can. You come and repent. What mistakes have you made? What have you done? Humble yourself before God. God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. He will bring you through. It's not too late. Why? Because you have breath. (laughs) It's not too late. So let's trust. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Father, for what you're doing. In the nations, in the midst of turmoil, in the midst of pandemic, in the midst of governments telling us what we can and what we cannot do. Shut your business down. You can't make, you you know, you can't operate. Shut uh, assemblies down. You can't meet. You can't fellowship. You can't spend time with your family. All these, you can't, you can't, you can't. Well, Father, I'm asking you, will you anoint us to bring the manifestation of the glory of Yehovah? Father, we love you. (laughs) We fix our eyes on you. You're the offer and the perfecter of our faith. We need you right now. We call on your name. We just take this moment in your presence. Just to thank you. Oh, God is here right now. Do you sense his presence right now? Just take a moment right now. Our focus is not instructions, but it's living life by the Spirit. It's engaging in the presence of Yehovah. Holy Spirit, we need you. And we receive from you. Thank you, Father. Well, Shabbat Shalom. If you're blessed and encouraged with the message, you want to support the ministry, you can do that. If you want to tithe, you just, you know, maybe you find a big fund and you're thinking, can't believe it. Imagine finding that fund. You want a good ground to sow into, then sow into the works of Yehovah. You don't have to give to our ministry. You give where the Father has called you to give. That's what I love about that young mechanic 
who found that money. He said, where do I give this money? There was no manipulation. We were just sitting in our, uh, our, our house, praying over our last bowl, saying, thank you for provision. And this mechanic, from a mechanic, he wasn't a theological teacher. He wasn't an apostle to the nations. He wasn't a preacher. He's just a mechanic. And he said, Father, where do I need to send these funds? And the Holy Spirit spoke to him. And that's what we want to be. We want to be those who are obedient to give where the Father has called us to give. If the Father's calling you to give to another ministry, hallelujah, be blessed and sow where the Father's called you to give. If you want to pour into our ministry, you can do that at buildthoseoffaith.com forward slash give. If you're listening by podcast, you can go to the website. You can also see the link at the beginning of this message if you're on YouTube or Facebook. And uh, also in the podcast reports on uh, iTunes in the description, you'll also see how you can give. I forgot that it's listed there. If you have a testimony, if you're blessed and encouraged and these messages are bringing transformation to your life, I encourage you, send in your testimony and send in your prayer requests because we are committed to stand in the gap to see Yehovah move in a mighty way within your life. We are not seeking to raise up followers. We are seeking to raise up leaders that will make a difference for the kingdom. So, anyway, have a blessed Shabbat. I'm going to have a blessed 28th wedding anniversary with my wife. We're not going to broadcast tomorrow. Um, You know, uh, Sunday we'll work it out. I think we are going to do the Zoom call on Sunday. It is going to happen. Uh, because we're going to be on the beach, chilling on the beach. So we're going to do that Zoom call on Sunday. Uh, So it's going to be 9.30 Israel time. So get on your app, work out what time that is with you. Uh, 9.30, if I remember correctly. I'm not even going to go there. It's too late at night here. It's 3 o'clock or something in the morning. Yeah. You work it out. 9.30 Israel time on Sunday. We're going to have a Zoom call. That's where you can share testimony. We can fellowship together. And it's important that we grow together. So be blessed and encouraged. Thanks for all your uh, comments on our anniversary. And uh, we just are going to stand and lift you up in prayer. And I pray that you have a blessed Sabbath. That you will enter into the rest. That fear and anxiety will go. And that... uh, that this is a time of encouragement. Thanks for watching. Shout out to CJ. Thanks for joining. We've got Mary joining with us as well. Blessings. Um, we've got Deborah in Texas. Good to see you, Deborah. We've got Trudy uh, as well. Blessings to you. Pete, good to see you, brother, up there in New York. We've got Karen. Hi, Karen. Good to see you. Blessings to you. And um, just give us thumbs up right now. If you're watching, just go and hit the thumbs up button if it's on YouTube. If it's on uh, Facebook, just give us thumbs up if you're blessed and encouraged with this message. I encourage you to share this message with others. And, uh, you know, let's let's see the Father uh, do a great work. We've got Arlene there as well. Good to see you, Arlene. Thanks for joining with us. And uh, subscribe to the channel. Um, if you're on my personal Facebook page, I appreciate you being there, but I want to encourage you to go over to the Bulldozer Faith page and uh, just uh, hit the like, join that page, um, and you will get uh, clearer alerts when we go live. We do not say what time we're going to go live, and the reason we do it is we want to be led by the Spirit. You know, the Father might have me in two hours or three hours of prayer on my face and if you thought I was coming on at 9.30 or or 8 o'clock or 6 o'clock if I just got lost in two hours before the Father guess what you'd be thinking where's the broadcast so what do we do we seek the face of the Father and we switch the cameras on when he says this is the time it's going to happen every day but we, we wait for that moment when the Father is saying this is when I want you to film so I encourage you, you know, get used to how we uh, we track here at Build Those of Faith. Our focus is living life by the Spirit. If you don't catch us live, it's okay. You can come and watch it later on. And uh, if you are tuning in later on, welcome. Thanks for joining with us. 
All right, uh, we've got Joshua as well in Canada. Good to see you, Joshua. Thanks for joining with us. Keeping you in prayer, also praying for your wife and uh, just really interceding. Um, we'd love to get an email from you and an update uh, if you're in South Africa or if you're in Canada right now. Um, but uh, we're definitely pressing in and, and praying for the saints. Hallelujah. Jerry, good to see you, brother. Praying for you too up there in uh, Boston. Anyway, guys, I'm going to check. Uh, I'm going to clock out, as we call it, and uh, go get some rest and uh, be blessed and encouraged until Sunday. We're not going to broadcast tomorrow unless uh, I just uh, feel like doing it, but I'm really just going to take some time out, spend some time with my wife, and uh, look forward to seeing you on Sunday. So Shabbat Shalom and blessings in Yeshua's name. Shalom, Shalom.